0: Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Select Bet, and we're back once again with the Norwegian podcast. Welcome, Greg. Welcome, David. How are we doing, guys? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I'm
1: good. Yeah, doing very well. Thank you.
0: Yeah, David, we're just keeping an eye on Bodo Glimt who are currently playing in Europe as we're recording. they have already won quite handsomely tonight against BK Hacken. Yeah, cracking
1: result, five-one winners at home, um, give them a nice wee boost uh, in, the, in the Europa League. Um, I think they needed to win this to have any chance of qualifying, but also they wanted really to win this because third place gets some guaranteed Europe after Christmas as well in the Conference League. So so uh, yeah, still a lot to play for in that competition for them and that was a cracking result tonight. And
0: as we speak, Grimter one now up against Besiktas.
1: Yeah, tough game. Obviously, it was yeah. good team, but uh, it's cold night in Boulder. It's about it's around about <laughs> it's, it's, it it's, it's around about, <laughs> it's around about uh, one or two degrees. It's it's a bit wet. Um, obviously, that's a tough pitch. So, um, yeah, how much will Test fans say? I'm not sure, but yeah, it should be. It's an important game for both as well. I think they need to win if they want any chance of uh, of progressing.
2: Is Did that the have... Scottish equivalent,
1: David, of being at Brecon on a cold Tuesday
2: night in January? <laughs> yeah, almost, almost exactly. It's exactly the same size
1: of town cool. as well, just waiting on Brecon, making the big move in towards the Champions League <laughs> spots. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, if Bodo Grim can do it, nothing to say Brecon
0: can't do it. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly, apart from uh, the flood
0: on the pitch. Which is yeah, the obviously. Of the yeah, hopefully that's all cleared up. Uh, okay, we've got... I feel hard to look forward to this weekend, David. It feels like every week we're just kind of counting down the weeks. Massive week for Bodo Glimt last week, five points clear now. After Viking, 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 excuse my pronunciation, <laughs> <watching> uh, <laughs> blew it again last week, didn't they? Just one point, yeah. at the worst possible time. They have just hit a, hit the skids.
1: They have, uh, yeah, a bad bad result last week. It looked like they they managed to pull out what would have been an incredible boost. Coming from 2-0 down at home to Tromsø, they turned it around to lead 3-2, with not long to go. Uh, but yeah, threw it away and lost 4-3. A late winner for Tromsø, which was a massive result for Tromsø. Yeah. Um, obviously kept them in the hunt for second place. Probably not for first place, because now Bode too to have had a massive helping hand from their northern northern neighbours, uh, Tromsø, Um yeah it looks pretty good now six points clear and a much better goal difference so basically boda just need to win three of the last five um to be guaranteed uh guaranteed the title yeah no.
2: one to 16 for for boda Glimp to win yeah. the week now so yeah that seems if anyone fair. wants to win a pound um, £16 gets yeah.
1: you
0: 17 back. back yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the way to do it That's what this podcast's all about £16 to <laughs> win a pound uh, Greg on the betting front A 14 to 1 winner or goal Before 30 minutes came in
2: Dead and long overdue I think we said last weekend that We'd hit the bar quite a few times on this market But we're now very much Into the business end of the season Only 2 or 3 rounds left to go now in the Obus league in. So, yeah, that landed with plenty to spare. I think it came in after, what, 17, 18 minutes potentially? So it paid 14 to 1, which is a great boost for, for the month. And no surprise to see us backing it again this week with another attractive card at 2 o'clock on Sunday.
0: Yeah, five games for us, Greg. That's uh, how we like it.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Five games, 2 o'clock, all games, go before 30 minutes. And also, I like to do a goal before 10, I know David likes to do a goal before 15 through Betway. Yeah, yeah. As you say, that wasn't far away last week, the goal uh, before 15. No, I missed either.
1: it by two, two minutes on the on the but goal before
0: 15. Yeah, so we'll be keeping an
1: eye on that this weekend again.
0: Uh, okay, let's get stuck into these games. And Alita Searing, as we say, gleamed it's their title to throw away now, I think, David. Um they're at home on Monday, as are Mulder, because both teams are in action tonight in Europe. So we've got a Game on Saturday, which is Haugesson against Olusund. Massive win for Haugesson last weekend, David, That Ham Cam. Gives them a wee bit of breathing space, takes them six points clear of that automatic relegation spot.
1: Yeah, and and a massive win for Olusund as well. Um, Both of them um, won last week. Both of them have won two in the bounce. Um, The bottom of the league, I think about four weeks ago, we kind of thought the top of the league was looking really tasty. Um, It looked like Olusund were down... Um, Stabak looks in big trouble but now the bottom of the league looks like mm. where all the, the fun is um, all of a sudden they're just keeping their head above water they're, they've been treading water for about 20 weeks now but um, <laughs> yeah they are just 3 points off Sandefjord and 6 points off Stabak on that uh, playoff spot so they are still in with a hope the great, is the, day, the great escape was honestly with
2: the it yeah
1: absolutely Haugesund were really good last week um, 1-3 now at Hamcam put Hamcam back in the mud as well. Um, That bottom of the league looks really tasty. Three points separates um, 11th all the way down to 14th. Any of them could get um, dragged in. and Just just maybe the team who are in the worst form out of anyone, almost Rosenborg, um, uh, are just not quite out of it. They, They definitely need another win in the last few games just to... Keep themselves in, and if they, and if they lose at Vollerenga this week, then that means they they are definitely deep in in, in the in the battle.
0: Yeah, and I think we'll, we'll get to that shortly. But Vollerenga, 19 to 20 this weekend. Um, yeah, you wouldn't want to be back and no against them really at that price. Uh, interestingly, just having a wee look ahead, I think uh, Olisond got Sandyford at home. they are away to gleamed then gleamed away Viking away <laughs> and odd at home.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think th- there's a chance. There's a chance for for the uh, to to stay up. They obviously have to win their home games. Um, the, well, they they have to beat Sandefjord at home. That's a, a no a no brainer. I think this game at uh, the weekend on Saturday, I guess is a game they probably can't afford to lose. Um, I, I think they need to win. If we're being honest. Um, it's probably just looking at the rest of the fixtures. Um, they've still got, yeah, as you say, Bodegliem. They've still got Beeking. Um, last day of the season, they go to Odds. Um, yeah, I think Haugersund is a tough place to go for allison, but I think they'll need to go there and try and win. So should be a good game. should be a good open game. And Huygensund, um off the back of two wins as well. Um, we'll fancy their chances at home.
0: Greg, a good open game, says David. That plays into your hands in terms of what you're looking at in this one.
2: Yeah, it really does. I think this is, for me, game of the weekend. Absolutely colossal match for both sides. Haugesund, if they get three points here, for me, Haugesund can probably relax a little bit. them yeah. to 30 points, and I think that would see them safe, I think, with four games left to go. But I'd love to see Olusund get the win here. Because what it would do, one, it keeps a great escape on. Because let's be honest, three weeks ago, Olusund were playing obviously in football next year. Yeah, And they're in good form, as David said, so are Haugesson. both sides, seven points in the last nine. Um, expecting an open game, both sides have to go for it, so I'm not expecting this to be a low-scoring match at all. And as we often preach on the podcast over the years, the end of the season, you do tend to find uh, an uplift, an increase in, in goals per match. And I do think we'll see at least three goals in this match. And given the fact that allisons have seen, what, over 2.5 goals now in all eight, in the last eight away matches, and over 2.5 goals and both teams to score in seven of those last eight. Um, it's not a market I tend to go for that often, but the, the over 2.5 goals market was a little bit short at four to six. But over 2.5 goals and both teams to score pays even money. And it is, it's really winner-bust for allison here. They've given themselves a real chance now of maybe not finishing um, outside the relegation spots, maybe getting in the playoff. But this is our birthday game for them. So every game's a cup final for Allison. They have to go for it. As we know, Allison love a corner. So I, I would not be surprised to see them hit five or six corners in this game as well. But happy to go for over 2.5 goals and both teams to score.
0: Yeah, I think, as you say, we'd all like to see Allison win just to keep the. The relegation battle going, David, quite incredible. They won won 10 points in their first 20 games, they've now won 8 points, almost
1: Mm. (laughs) the
0: same in their last five. Um, You just got to hope that it's not too little too late for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it might be, it might well be, but they've given themselves a chance (laughs) and that's pretty much all you could ask for three weeks ago. Um, If you look at, just had a quick look at last year's table to see what what you needed to be saved, Mm -hmm. and interestingly, um, Sandifjord finished in the 14th place with only 24 points, oh, so right. 25 points would have had you safe last year, so already already 24 points is currently the playoff spot, so yeah, you're definitely going to have to do get more points than the, um
2: You'd needed last year. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: And speaking of Sandifjord, David, they are the team who you wouldn't want to be on at the moment. Um, they are no. they're the ones who are looking most likely um, to drop down, if all and they're going to, you know, try and get up above. Well, it's just a back. Volarenga. They're definitely going to um, overtake Sandyfield the way things are going. There at home to Bran this weekend. Bran just on an incredible run, eight wins in a row in the league. Last week they came from behind to beat Moulder as well, and uh, they've definitely got Viking in their sights at the top of the table as well, haven't they?
1: Absolutely, yeah, fantastic form, Bran. Um, well deserved win over Mola as well last week. Um, that was without Fina, who's been the standout player for them this year. The striker scored a whole load of goals, um, so he's back from suspension for this week, which is bad news for Sandefjord. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't see anything other than a, an away win. One, what I mean, I will say I did watch Sandefjord game last weekend. They played at, at Greens. Um, they lost 4-3, they gave a right good go of it. Um, and like the last four games, they've lost four in a row, but they've lost them all by single goal, which feels a bit like, yeah, I, f- I feel like if they were really bad, they would be losing by more. So they lost 4-3 at V-King, they lost 4-3 at Bodeglund, they lost 2-1 at home to Walleringer. And uh, the biggest, the, the worst one of all was the one they defeat at home to Hamcam. But yeah, um, yeah, I I don't think they're playing quite as bad as potentially four defeats in a row, but um yeah, I find it hard to see how how they can stop Bran, who are in unbelievable form right now.
0: David just keeps setting you up here. Greg, you quite fancy Sandy Fjord to make some kind of impact in the game.
2: Well, yes, I do. I, I don't think they're gonna win the match, but it's a huge game for them. And they could find themselves joint bottom of the league come kinda of tea time on Saturday, depending on how the the and Dawson match goes. So 72 for Sandy Fjord, 70-10 for Bran. I have to say it's probably a fair price for Bran given the, one eight, the last eight matches. And as David said, Sandy Fjord last week, we spoke about corners last week for Sandy Fjord, yeah. hit three and they did. So a bit disappointing they didn't end up backing that. They ended up hitting five, I think, or four in the end. Yeah, yeah the so, third one
1: came in quite late, but they did manage to get a few towards the end.
2: But when you look across their last six matches for Sandy Fjord, they've hit 11, 7, 8, 3, 6 and 7. So they've actually hit six or more corners now in five of their last six. Definitely need to get some points here. Um, and even even more so, depending on how things go with, with Olsen. But they're three points behind Stavak at the moment and Volenga, So they need to get a win here. They need to get a point anyway or of some sort. It's funny that they've actually gone to Viking and Glimt and scored th- three goals in each match, but lost both games four-three. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit more for me here. I, I do think Sandy Fjord will rack in some decent corners in this match, but I'm going to play a little bit safe and take them to score, f- score to reach four corners. And also, I just think this is going to be an open game as well. Yeah. And Sandefjord have to go for it. Bran will punish them, as I'm sure they will this, this weekend. And I'm backing. Sandy Sandyford corners and over two point five match goals at sixty-five.
1: Yeah, I mean, Bran only play one way. It's full press. It's, it's high, high-action football. It's quick. It's attacking, and it's working really well for them just now. But as um, you say, Sandyford can't afford to lose this, so it's going to be. Yeah, I should. I like. I like the sound of that. The Bran price
0: at 7-10 ten isn't bad at all, David. When you not consider Sandy Fjord have won one in nine, Bran have won eight in a row.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's, it's not bad at all. And they're playing really well, scoring a lot of goals. Um, just, yeah, just they found, they found a good rhythm. They've had quite a few injuries, brand to be fair. Um, just managed to, 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 yeah, play through them. They've scored, they've scored, 2-2, two, 2-3 two, two in the last four games. Um, and yeah, they just look like look like a really good team. They look as if they, at the moment, they look as if they're going to be second in the league. Yeah. Um, the way Viking have, have gone in the last few weeks.
0: Yeah, we'll get to Viking in a second. Let's stay down the bottom, have a look at Stabak. Stabak's visit to Salzburg this weekend. And uh, Bob Bradley's not doing too badly. Um, uh, one old John <laughs> Yeah, no I all drawing <laughs> Rosenborg last week and they missed a penalty. It's now yeah. eight, eight points from the last fifteen and they've given themselves a fighting chance of getting out of relegation trouble as well, haven't they?
1: Yeah, they certainly have. Like Bob Bradley's tur- turned things around, which is um which is nice. Um they're playing they're definitely playing more attacking now than they were under um Lars Bohinen. And They've given themselves a chance. Um a good result, as you say at Lechendal last week, although Rosenborg not not up to much just now. Um, but this, this week is um a tough trip to Sarpsborg. Sarzborg who yeah, I say they're, they're hard to predict Sarpsborg. I think sometimes you watch them and they're absolutely brilliant, and some sometimes like last week they went to soon and lost. Um, but you can pretty much almost guarantee one thing with Sarzbourg and that is the whole load of corners. Uh, They've been hitting good numbers all season in their matches as well. There's not many many games go by without double figures um, in the match corners. And uh, this week, I think, you're getting a decent price on um, over 10. So, you're getting, on the Asian line, um, you're getting over 10.5 at 1.925. So, uh, yeah, I'm not even sure what that is, but... Just, just below even. Somewhere between 9-10 uh, and <laughs> uh, even money. Um, but yeah, Sarcbourg, if you look at the, the previous games, there's been uh, 10, 11, 10, 17... Uh, hold on, am I looking at the wrong team here? No, I'm not. I'm looking at, yeah, looking at their previous home games. 11, 17, uh, there was a 5 against Tromsø, so who we know don't get involved with a lot of corners. 13, 16, 13, 13. So out of the last... Um, seven games, uh, there's been 11 or more corners and six of them at home um, and I just think at home, I guess a Starbuck team who needs to win, I think there's going to be two of teams tacking, there's going to be two teams contributing to the to the corner count and I think even Starback have noticeably, noticeably <coughs> increased their corner numbers since Bradley came in um, I think he came in at the end of the summer, it was just at the start of September, and they've hit 9, 12, 4, 4, 3, 6 and 3. So they've been contributing themselves, and I think um, I think both teams should contribute to hitting more than 10.5 corners. David has
2: hit the nail on the head here, I think, in terms of both sides contributing to the corner count, which makes this even more attractive, because you'd, you'd expect Sarsport to rack up a decent number anyway, but given the starbucks predicament, they are eight to eleven to hit four corners on on Sunday. Uh, I think there's a chance they'll hit more than three or four, and that yeah. really was well. So o- over is a great a great find.
0: Yeah, that's possibly a team we've been on all, all season for corners, Greggy. Eh?
2: Yeah, they've been really good, especially at home. But this is probably the first time we've had them at home and the line hasn't been set at fourteen yeah. or fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> <ridiculous>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's so ridiculous. I, I was quite surprised to be honest when I saw it.
0: No a great true. find. Uh, okay, let's see. Down the bottom we've got Volarenga against Rosenborg. <laughs> um what's happening with Rosenborg? David just won wow. one and eight. Yeah. It goes
2: back to twenty thirteen when they lost to St Johnston. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're so bad. They lost to the Hearts as well this season.
2: Well, I've got that in my notes at the moment. They're, they're absolutely conceding goals for fun on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've conceded 3 3 3 3 and 5. 17 goals shipped in their last five away matches, and even Hearts scored three against them.
0: Yeah, and that they uh, their only one in eight was against they the 4 0 at home bottom yeah. of the table. Before Olsen turned into beat us, obviously.
1: Yeah. the Chad you know. David
2: on Rosenborg from the Rosenborg fans? And uh, yeah, nice. No, can't be not very great. happy.
1: It's not. It's not great. It's not a good place. Um, tendencies are are uh, down. Uh, I think there's definitely an expectation that the manager will not be there um, next year. I think he was kind of a stopgap replacement, um, and the hope was that he would do well, and, and then that would kind of liven up the place, and they could kick on for next year. But it's done. It's the complete opposite. Has happened. So I think they're going to be out looking for a replacement in the in the winter um it's just they're just winding down aren't they I, yeah. I think they've decided that they're, they're safe and a lot of the players <laughs> yeah well, I mean they're definitely rubbish uh there has been an issue defensively like they've lost their two best defenders um to injury and the captain and yeah they're just they're just not looking very good um think- um they go to voling at the weekend and voling, themselves had been looking good, but at the weekend at Lilithrom they were absolutely terrible. Um it's probably their worst performance of the season, which is saying something given some of the earlier season performances. It. Um I don't know if you guys saw the the Tifo that was uh that was lowered for the for the manager at yeah. halftime. Don't know yeah. if you picked that up on Twitter. So it was going back to Lelistrom. Previously Lystrom manager. I've talked about it before. It's like going from Hibs to Hearts. Um maybe even more, maybe even worse than that. They absolutely hate each other, Volaring and Lee Listerin. So yeah, he went from Leelistrum to Volaring on the summer, um, the manager, and there was a massive t that came down at halftime, which was uh some some said it was a little bit over the top. It was basically him being being hung. Okay. Um <laughs> so yeah, it was quite dramatic and it was like on the far side so the camera was just like looking at it as the, it, it came down as the game was still going on with a minute to go and the camera was just like going back and forwards and it was just like hanging there like in the a full full size from the top of the stadium all the way down to that the would bottom yeah so. uh,
2: i um, a a 3 point deduction uh <laughs> closure sure that was the score yeah. <laughs> yeah so
1: Absolutely So yeah no but I mean volunteering up really poor but I think I, I still think that they have turned the corner a little bit um, although recently just disappointing losses to, to teams, like the, the Brand game was, was a tough game, Brand, they lost 2-1, Leelistrom's a tough game it's a huge derby, they lost 2-0 but before that they had beaten Sandifjord before that they lost to Bode to another tough game so I think that their form is perhaps better than the results recently, last week was poor but I think there's some circumstances around that they can, that, can, that, that can happen um, I think what this week though at home to Rosenborg they're definitely definitely favourites but um, more than that I just think it's going to be a game where we'll see goals. You talked about Rosenborg's record on the road in terms of goals, it's really really poor um, they've just been conceding a, a whole bunch five at Sarpsborg, three at Leilestrom three at Thromse, three at Hamcam not even teams you'd associate with scoring a lot of goals so I think they're going to see goals this weekend and the Asian goal line um, was set pretty generously at two and a half, three. 3 um, so I'm probably happy to take it on a little bit higher and go for the 3.0 um, Asian goal line and that's 2.1 uh, that pays so money back if it's three goals, winner if there's if there's any more and I can see this being a, a, a game with plenty of goals
0: Yeah Greg I think you'd probably be quite keen to back against Rosenborg the form that they're in but following us home forms absolutely honking they've only won yeah. eight points at home all season which is by far the worst in the league. I think the nearest after that is 16 points.
2: It's a real shame <laughs> because last week I had backed them to score and not to lose and I think they were one nil down chasing the game and they went down 2 um in the end. But a really said,
1: big, really bad mistake, yeah.
2: I just, they're just a shade below evens here. Yeah. Um, I do think we will get three points in this match, but I don't fancy them enough to, to probably back it.
0: Yeah. Anyway, we've got a bet in this game from David. It's uh, over 3.0 goals in Asian Handicap. Um, 2.1, David? Yeah. Yeah. OK, um, what else have we got on Sunday? We what have we not touched on V-King's visit to Storms God David, as we say, I think we mentioned last week, it looked as though V-King were running out of steam, and that was certainly the case last weekend, wasn't it? Um, yeah. As you said, they were 2-0 down, fought back really well to get back to 3-2, and then lost a couple of goals in the dying stages. I think the winner was like 94th minute or something yeah, like that it against was. So a real sickener for them, and yeah. uh, it's going to be hard for them to pick themselves up after.
1: Yeah, I can't see how they bounce back. Uh, to win the league I just I just no. can't see it Um the they heads might, must be
2: down
1: uh, yeah absolutely they might win this weekend they might go to Swim's Godset who have not been great this season and win um, but Swim's Godset themselves have just come off a really good win over odds which pro- which pretty much guaranteed their safety for the year um, so they might have a heads up they've traditionally been good at home in the three years three four years we've been following the latest in so it's not an easy game for Viking and to pick yourself up after last week, it just probably felt like the end of the season for Viking. Um, I think I, I find it quite hard to to get on board with uh, with anything uh, anything south of evens for Viking this week.
2: Yeah, Scott's <laughs> think... corners again came in last week. We spoke about that in the podcast. I think he hit, he hit seven last week in, yeah. in that victory, didn't they, David? They're two to five to hit four on on Sunday. So again, that, that's one good part of a double an even money double, I think they're five to six to hit five. So every every chance them's got set will hit at least four on Sunday. Yeah,
0: I think uh once you lose that momentum that V King have lost David it's very hard to get it going again, isn't yeah. it, at that stage of the season? Yeah, uh, I'd imagine so. Also on Sunday, don't have many notes on this one, odd v Hamcam, David.
1: Yeah, I mean odd, odd. i have been pretty poor of late, not been winning a lot of games. Um Ham Cam, as you say, we, they got dragged into it a bit after last week's result. They lost really badly against Haugusund, and They're only three points clear of Stabak themselves, so um, they're in, in massive need of a, a win. But odds odd form's not been great. They lost last week at Godset pretty convincingly 3-1. They've not won for uh, five games now. So uh, Sitting in eighth, probably safe, nothing to play for above them probably a good chance for Hamcam to, to try and mm. uh, try and get the win they need to which would probably get them just about safe. Yeah Hamcam three to one on Sunday, but um yeah there's probably better bets elsewhere I think this
0: weekend. Uh let's move on to Monday. As we say, Bodo Glimt and Moulder both in action due to being uh, in European action tonight. Glimt four to eleven to beat Lilstrong. Strong. won that uh that derby last weekend there with a good win for them.
1: A massive win and played really well. It was very highly charged. They were so up for it. Like You could see how much it meant to them to, to beat their old manager. Um meant a lot to the fans, and, and, and it's the best they've played for a while, Lealistrum. They've not been very good. So I'd be surprised if they had the same energy again on Monday. Uh, tough tough to go to Bode, obviously. And just getting that extra day of rest for Bode gleamed uh, from Thursday to Monday makes a huge difference from Thursday to Sunday. Uh, is that no something,
2: tra- David, that they, they request or is that something that the kind of Norwegian FA disco, yeah. do you know what, play Monday?
1: Yeah, no, um, yeah, they can request it. Um,
2: How does that sit, though, with, with the other two clubs? So, Leilström and Tromsø, mm. obviously, they're both away from home, so it's maybe a bit different. But people work on a Monday. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine that happening here?
1: <laughs> yeah, there's been a bit of a chat about it because, obviously, it's not going to be a lot of away fans. Yeah. Um, I mean, Leithers from the board is a long trip. Um, there's not going to be a bus. I wouldn't have thought. I think it's most likely if, if there's going to be, <laughs> be a if it's going to be people going, there'll be people flying. Um, so it'll be a very, very small away support. Um, yeah, same, same with Tromsø. I mean, it's it's a, it's a massive game, Maud of Tromsø for for Tromsø especially
2: mm-hmm. yeah. to
1: try, try and stay in the hunt at the top for a top for a European spot. What, what a game!
2: If I was the Tromsø fan. I would be pretty pissed off to be yeah, fair. Yeah, yes. I wouldn't want so to be Trump... playing mode on a Sunday.
1: Thompson made the trip to Stavanger last week, which was um, Sunday late on Sunday night as well, which is obviously no chance to get back for for Monday. It's a I think it's about a two and a half hour flight from Tromsø to Stavanger. Um, so doing it again to to him, maybe maybe two hour flight on a Monday, uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's remarkable
2: two- to be honest with you because the, 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 these two could have been fighting for the week. Yeah. for example and they've given Molder a clear advantage now by allowing them that extra day's rest
1: yeah uh, I yeah I think I mean it, it's twofold it's like it's it's trying to give those teams a chance to progress in Europe so that there's be- better coefficient like that's that is the, yeah that, that is the reason behind it it is as simple as that um but yeah for the fans it's not it's no good and there was over over 200 Tromsø fans made the trip to Stavanger last week, which is an absolutely incredible effort um, on a Sunday night. I'd be very surprised if there's is, as many um, going to Mold. and probably pretty unlikely they'll be treated to such a, a great a great night that they got in Stavanger last week.
0: They are a good price though, David. Very 19, good price. 19-4 this weekend, and yeah. we spoke, or we have spoke through the, the campaign about Tromsø's away record, and it's as good as any, isn't it?
1: It is, it is. I, I was tempted um, by the Asian handicap on this one. Tromsø plus one on the Asian handicap is uh, 10 to 11.
0: Um, well, you're getting 13 to 10 in Tromsø or draw in a double chance.
1: Yeah, yeah, that as well. Uh, yeah, just Molde, nothing to play for in the league. Um, they've got Europe, Mike. Make a few changes. Trump's are coming off the back of that win, still got all to play for. And just like looking through Trumps' defeats this year, they've lost one game by more than a goal all season.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, out of their out six defeats, they've only lost one by more than a goal. So if they're going to lose, it might be it's probably going to be tight. That's why I like I like the Asian handicap. I, I don't yeah. think they will going to be by two goals, but. I can see them getting a draw at Moldau, definitely. Moldau definitely not got their heart set in the league anymore and Trump's pushing so hard for that European spot.
0: Yeah, and that result tonight, obviously, Moldau have cannot, got to put all their eggs in that European basket. I? I mean, that's got to be their focus from yeah, now on. 100%. Um, okay, what about the other game? Glimt for you, Neil As we say, Glimt probably need to lose two and draw one or, you know, yeah. Certainly, certainly, only three wins away, but with that goal difference as well, um, they could take another huge step towards what would be what a third title in
1: four years. Yeah, fantastic for them. I mean, yeah, and, and them having to win three also means that Viking and Tromsø yeah. both have to win, or Bjørnoff have, have to win all their games as well. So, yeah, yeah. I just they've still got to play Staback. um They've got Olesund at home. Yeah. They've got Sarpsborg at home as well. I just I can't see anything other than them winning the league and I think this Monday I think they'll be too good for, for Lee Lister Yeah,
0: and likewise they've obviously got their own European campaign that they're um probably pretty hopeful we're making some
1: progress in, in that group. Yeah, I mean Bruges beat Lugano away tonight, which was a good result for them. Um it means Glimt will need to be yeah. be test tonight, and they'll probably need to go to Turkey and, and not lose uh, next week. Oh,
2: sitting second at the moment, so definitely wasn't wasn't their grasp, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, I think that's has probably covered everything in Litosian. Let's so have a quick look at League. And, um as we touched on. Greg will be on the the goal inside the first thirty minutes this week again.
2: Yeah. So the the games this weekend I think, again very similar to last week, since the sides involved. I do like the look of the card and I don't think all five over 2.5 goals is that far away either. So definitely a goals angle um, this week from League in Going the first half an hour across all five matches. It appears in play on Bet365 around about 10 minutes before kick-off. So I'll be sharing that on the, on the channel. At the moment, in terms of Obis Ligin, nothing yet. I'm looking at start potentially at home to Brina. Um I also looked at Rufos at home to Hood, so still finalising some selections from um from the Opus League, in, but I'll be showing them on the on the channel.
0: I think David's got us covered anyway. I think he's got a, <laughs> he's got a, he's teased us by saying he's got a treble in the over League in this
2: weekend.
1: But you know Greg has named two of them because he's he's on the same left as me. Um yeah started started home to Brina this weekend. Um I think that's a first part of um First part of the table starts home form this season has been incredible. Um, I think they've won seven out of the last nine at home. Thirty points they've taken from thirteen games, um, which is as good as as good as everyone else in the league except Fredericksdorp, who have taken thirty-one. So starts home form is fantastic. Green is away form just ten points uh, on the road. They've lost nine of thirteen games. So fancy start to beat Barina. Um Also, uh, Roos as Greg mentioned did home to head um, Roos at home. Twenty-one points from thirteen games, not great, sitting mid table. Um and they face Hood, who's away form has been pretty poor, just again, ten points on the road all season for Hood. Um and mm. recently, um recently struggled on the road. Just yeah, I just think I think Rafos I think Rafos are a decent team at home. Um they got a good result at Coffer last week, now now yeah. drew they drew immune down. Um
2: Decent price, David,
1: isn't it? Thirty to ten. Yeah, Decent. I think it's a surprisingly good price. Um, but yeah, I think against Hood, who drew with Songda last week, lost to soon before that, lost to Moss, drew with Sanes, drew a Yerv, lost to Osana, So they've not won in six, um, and in, in relegation trouble um, could could go down this weekend officially.
2: Quite, quite a few interesting games, isn't there? In, in the, the there this week, when you look at it in depth and dig a bit deeper, look at. Osana versus Moss yep. Osana so, have been pretty good At home this season yeah. recently? They've Obviously Absolutely. they've Gone off the ball a little bit But played some tough matches And they're 5-4 yeah. to four at home Against a newly promoted side From last season So that's probably another Potential
1: Probably the third part Of my table
2: Oh David I mean, yeah. By the way <laughs> This is not set up We have not discussed this Have uh, we
1: Yeah really poor The last last week, uh, last two weeks But what I will say Two really tough games Probably Christian soon Sundawey is a really hard game. soon probably favourites at the start of the season. Their home form has been very good. Fredrikstad, before that, they lost that. Fredrikstad going to win the league. Or, yeah, they're going to win the league this weekend, probably. Fredrikstad. Um, before that, though, they beat Ranheim at home 3 0. They beat Hood at home 1 0. They beat Raufos at home 3 1. They beat Breen at home 2 1. They beat Mjøndalen at home 3 2. So, five home wins in a row before that um, Fredrikstad defeat at home. And they are. 2.25, a home to a Moss side, who have had only nine points on the road this year. So another team who struggle away from home. So there's three teams who all have good home records against teams who have all got bad away records. And it's treble that pays around nine to one. And I think that looks like a very nice Sunday afternoon triple.
2: I absolutely love it. And by the way, I'm not saying this, we did not know that was your treble. <laughs> we
1: didn't.
2: I just... Spoke about the games and they happen to be in the city you were backing. So
0: great. Yeah. I love it when a plan comes together.
2: <laughs> and all yeah. serious though, I think that's a really good-looking treble. That, as David said, three home teams playing against sides who really struggle away to get a near ten-to-one treble on those three teams. Very attractive. Also, probably worth backing all three teams to score two goals as well. Yeah, is probably another angle. It's a yeah. league that draws up a lot of two-all draws and 3 Yeah, that, draws, that so is true. Um, that's point, another angle as so well, you'll probably get a lot of a reduced price on that, but um, it's still, still another option Yeah,
0: uh, Greg, before we wrap up on the podcast, you wanted to discuss uh, divisions below Obis-Ligan, Um Yeah, Division 3,
2: week. Groups 1-6 to six. last weekend there were some absolutely sensational scores 8-1, 6-4 7-0, 8-0 our friends Honofos, and uh, one 5-0, but, was it, Ellsvold won 6-0, David? Yeah, yeah. that's Keeping just, that, just, that goal different. <laughs> that's on that, um, obviously, crazy group too, where yeah. they've won now 20...
1: 23 or 25.
2: 20, yeah. 25, not going to go up. So, yeah. this is the, um, the finale, the season finale in Division 3. I think it's been a pretty enjoyable league this year. We've probably focused on this league more so than any other year. Yeah. And I think we've done pretty well over the course of the season on these games. Dave has given us some really great insight as well in terms of team news, especially yeah. backing the the B teams or the, or the two teams uh, yeah. away from home. So some really good trends we've had this season and very much looking forward to all starting the game next year.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's been great for us. I think I think it's been noticeable that we've definitely made an effort to just keep our eye on it more this year. And there's some absolute belters, as you say, just like even just like last week, looking at a thought, the Viking Two they already won the league, I thought they'll go weak. They lost seven-one. I Think Fredrikstad was one I, I had in, in my own head. They were they'd already safe. They were playing a team who was hoping to save themselves from relegation. They lost but four now. It's just a lot of a lot two of was another one, wasn't it?
2: They were they were in action. The first team were in action at the same time, and they lost that. What they called David? Sorry. is it?
1: Come yeah, the soon, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what right. right, yeah. yeah, uh, like I said, yeah.
2: <laughs> So yeah, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this again next season. But the biggest takeaway for me is is backing against the um the two sides, especially when you've got team news.
1: Yeah, yeah, that helps.
0: Uh, and obviously, these bets are on the channel. Greg, we don't really get the chance to cover them on the podcast just for various reasons. Um, David, there's yeah. also a, a local match that you're um, looking forward to this weekend.
1: Very much so, yeah. So I was at Verda last week. They needed to win to give themselves a, a, or to put themselves in a really good position for this weekend. They sadly lost. Boldigleep 2 went very strong and won, which leaves. Verdale and Steinshire. So Steinshire is, is uh, the town just a bit north of Verdale. Um, they are huge rivals. They really don't get on, don't like each other. Um, the, they play at Stainshire on uh, Sunday afternoon. It's going to be as expected to be a really, really good crowd. Um, upwards of uh, towards a thousand people are supposed to are expected to be going um, to a fourth tier match.
2: The whole town's um, going,
1: David. Yeah, the whole town, <laughs> and uh, and the loser gets relegated. Um, wow. So it's it's absolutely massive. Um, if Staines draw, they stay up. Verda go down. So Verda need to go to Staines in one and win. Um, obviously. Yeah, obviously it's going to be huge, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm hoping hoping Verdil can stay up because uh, yeah, the fourth the third division is is so much better than the fourth division. The drop off is is pretty steep. Mm.
0: The question is, is David Weatherstone a member of the Verdal Ultras? <laughs> yeah, I've
1: been More doing than like Balaclava
2: <laughs> and
1: Flares uh, <enough> yeah. <laughs> well,
0: f- Fingers crossed that goes well for you at the weekend. Uh, okay, let's have a wee recap of the bets this weekend. Start with you, Greg.
2: Yes, yeah, so we're starting off in the Elite Azearian. I'm taking the Haugesund and Olsen game, which kicks off on Saturday. And I'm taking over 2.5 match goals and both teams to score, and that pays even money. Into Sunday, Sandy Fjord at a home to Brann, and I'm taking a bet builder, which is Sandy Fjord over 3.5 match corners and over 2.5 match goals, and that pays 6-5. to And into Sunday, Loving David's work in the Obisligan uh, across Osana, Start and Raufos. So uh, more than likely I'll be on that in some way um, for goals potentially as well. And also backing all five matches on Sunday in the yeah. Obis League in a goal before 30 minutes, and that'll pay around about 13-14 to 1.
1: Yeah. Okay, David? Yeah, first one, uh, I'm in the uh, latest on Sunday. Sarpsburg versus Stabak, over 10.5 Asian match corners and that pays one point nine two five. Um, onto the late kickoff on Sunday, Volering versus Rosenborg. Over three in the Asian goal line that pays two point one. Um, and yeah, as Greg mentioned, on to Sunday in the Obus League and uh, the Treble the home home treble of Osana start and the Rafos and that pays ten point zero nine uh to to the dot. Yeah,
0: sounds good. OK, now as usual, don't forget you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84 where you can also find out details of how to join his private betting channel and you can also follow follow David on Twitter at dweatherston11 for some more chat on the Norwegian... Elite and Obis League and the leaves below and that's us for this week's podcast uh, Greg and David will be back next week I won't unfortunately but they'll take care of things no doubt um, so thank you very much for listening this week and best of luck with your bets this
2: weekend cheers guys good luck
1: cheers guys have a good one